Happy Thursday, everybody. It is September the 24th, and these are some of the headlines on BizarreBest.com. Man steals cat blood from Florida clinic. Ancient seagoing reptile named the Jaws of Death has formidable bite. 70 whales saved, but hundreds dead need removed and worse mass stranding in Australia. Michael ja Jackson's cousin auctions off Michael Jackson's blood-stained IV drip from his deathbed. All these headlines and more on BizarreBest.com. BizarreBest.com. Real news. No bullshit. A man steals cat blood from a Florida clinic. Deputies say box containing the blood vials amounted to a $600 loss for the clinic. Out of St. Augustine, Florida, a man caught on surveillance video is suspected of stealing cat blood from a veterinary clinic in Florida, sheriff's officials said. The St. John's County Sheriff's Office posted pictures showing the man who walked up to the door of the Anastasia Cat Clinic on September 17th. The man was seen touching and inspecting an Antec diagnostics box, which contains blood. Before leaving the area, sheriff's officials said about 20 minutes later, a truck seen in the parking area and a man wearing the same clothes walked up to the clinic and took the box. The box contained four vials of cat blood, says the report. The vehicle then left the area. The box containing the blood vials amounted to a $600 loss for the clinic. They're still investigating. So if we hear any more, we'll let you know at BizarreBest.com. Nicknamed the Jaws of Death with four-foot-long jaws, an ancient reptile terrorized the seas even as Tyrannosaurus Rex ruled the land. The great white shark of Jaws fame would probably have been but a tasty morsel for this giant, ancient, seagoing lizard recently named Jaws of Death for its formidable bite. If you were an animal in the oceans less than 20 feet in length, you are most likely on the menu for this lizard, sea-dwelling creature, said paleontologist Joshua Lively, who chose the new moniker. The reptile, whose fossilized remains were discovered in 1975 by a team, by a teen, who reported the find to his science teacher, had originally been named something I can't pronounce, I won't even try. Utah State University said in a statement it was known to be a type of mosasaur, a designation that remains. They lived between 92 million and 66 million years ago in the twilight years of the age of the dinosaurs and trolled an ocean that covered what is today North America from Utah to Missouri and Texas to the Yukon. Though air-breathing rather than gilled, these predators were streamlined swimmers that devoured almost everything in their path, including fish, turtles, clams, and even smaller mosasaurs. Enter Lively, who took over recently as the curator of the Prehistoric Museum at USU's Price campus, long fascinated with the fossil, Lively had included it as a chapter in his 2019 doctoral dissertation. Upon arrival at the institution, he re-examined the fossil, which is displayed at the museum, and found some key differences that set it apart from its original distinction. After close study, he renamed it something else I can't pronounce and published his findings in the Journal of Vertebrate Paleontology. 
The new name is derived from the Greek Latin word for jaws for death, Lively said in the university statement. It was inspired by the incredibly large jaws on the specimen, which measure four feet in length. Dude, that's insane. For one thing, he found a large depression on the jaw's outer surface that indicates large, jaws, large jaw muscles were in play, equipping the marine reptile with a formidable bite. Other characteristics indicate that this specimen predated something else I can't <laughs> pronounce by a few million years. We know how this creature swam in the seas of the Colorado between 79 and 81 million years ago, or at least three and a half million years before any species like it. Jaws of Death now joins the Tyrannosaurus Rex, which ruled the land, aka the Reaper of Death as well. But even up against those animals, the jaw strength stood out. It crunched turtles and clamshells as if they were popcorn, cannibalized smaller versions of itself, and generally ate anything that came in its path. As if jaw strength weren't enough, it also is a de rigueur for many lizards and, and snakes had a second set of teeth on the roof of its mouth. Dude, have you ever seen the inside of a turtle's mouth or a penguin? Yeah. Nightmare fuel. Google that, y'all. In general, monosaurs actually filled a lot of roles in the ocean over the 15 million years of the age of dinosaurs. Some specialized in eating clams, some were fish specialists, and others were clearly mega predators that could devour anything smaller than them. This mosasaur was one of the latter. Awesome news. I'm going to link it at BizarreAbyss.com. Well, let's take a small break to show you the new Bizarre Abyss face mask. Oh my gosh, y'all. You asked for it. You got it. Uh, $12.99. I'm sorry. I, that's the best we could do, y'all. We really tried to keep it lower than that. I really wanted to keep it uh, $10.99, but I could not get it any lower. Um, offers full nose and mouth coverage, single-sided print, Includes two six-inch elastic ear loops, non-medical grade product, as you, of course, know. And one dollar from every mass sale is donated to nonprofit to feed the children in need. Comes in black, gray, white, and red. So feel free to check that out. Go to BizarreBist.com and get yours today if you would like to support us. Dude, it's Bizarre Best Headlines, 100% unfiltered. Australia is in a desperate race to save the last 25 whales beached at a Tasmanian harbor as heartbreaking images show the aftermath of Australia's worst ever mass stranding where 380 animals died. Rescuers have saved 70 whales after Australia's worst record mass stranding at the Tasmania's uh, harbor estimated 380 of 470 whales confirmed to have died after their pod got into trouble on a sandbar at the inlet. Other 20 still stranded and fighting for life on a Western Tasmania sandbar with four needing to be euthanized. Dude, uh, not the whales. Save the whales. Ah, oh, I know they're doing everything they can. Crew's face having to dispose carcasses, which will likely drift out to sea as they decompose if conditions allow. 
fears that the carcasses could pose a significant navigation hazard if they're not contained by rescue workers. Dude, this is crazy. I, it just really disturbs me. First of all, free all sea creatures. Free them all. From every freaking aquarium ever. Although I have been to a few aquariums and they're treated very nice. I'm just saying, what happens if, like, in other countries they've gone out of business and they're just left there stranded to die in tanks? Have you ever seen that one? I can't remember what country it's in, but there's like a skeleton of a corpse of a whale in there or something. Or a freaking shark or something crazy. Free all sea creatures, dude. But then some wouldn't be, they wouldn't survive it out there. They'd have to be rehabilitated and then let loose. I don't know. I'm just saying, dude. See, uh, see whatever world needs to go bye-bye. Um, so far, the crew of around 60 conservationists and volunteers have managed to save around 70 of the whales. They've retrieved 70 whales or thereabouts off the sandbar and released them out to sea. These animals that were given a chance, we tried to release them. They haven't done well. They're confused. Something's going on out there, dude. And there's pictures. No, dude. It's the saddest thing. You just want to go out and push them into the water. And you can't. They're too big. They need like super cranes, man. Anyway, it's devastating to look at. Excuse me, but I will link it at BizarreBest.com. Probably one of the most bizarre headlines I've read in a while. Deadly drip, Michael Jackson's bloodstained propofol IV drip, which he had in his arm on his deathbed, is auctioned off by the singer's cousin. Dude, are you that desperate? That's pretty effed up. A bloodstained IV drip from Michael Jackson's deathbed, which may have administered his final dose of death of the drug. Propofol is going under the hammer. Las Vegas memorabilia experts hopes to get at least 2500 for the fluid bag, which was used by Michael Jackson and administered by Dr. Conrad Murray in June of 2009. Are you kidding me? Someone saved this? Like... She's super desperate, dude. It's a it's a she. The disturbing items come. You know what? I shouldn't assume. Maybe that's not her pronoun. Just just saying. The disturbing item comes from Jackson's cousin, Marcia Stewart, and is up for sale as part of an auction of materials from the estate of the star's father, Joe Jackson. Marcia admits that. She took the bag from the King of Pop's bedroom days after his death during a visit with Dad Joe. She said the drip had white milk fluid inside that later dissolved. Marcia claims that the IV... <laughs> I'm so sorry, I almost laughed. Because in my mind, I had this picture that it didn't dissolve. She took it. I don't know why. Marcia claims that the IV is the last one he had in his arm when he died. Although it's understood LAPD detectives removed medical equipment from the crime, crime scene hours after MJ passed away. I mean, yeah, why wouldn't they have? Are we sure this is what she's saying it is? That's why it dissolved. It's not the one. Possibly. She just picked it up at a 
medical supply store. Jackson's Dr. Conrad Murray was later convicted of involuntary manslaughter after it was found he gave the star excessive amounts of drugs, including the surgical anesthetic propofol. Shortly after he died, excuse me, Marcia said she went to the house and she was able to go into the bedroom. When I went into the bedroom, there was a bed there with some juice. It looked like a sandwich too, and I noticed this. This was over by the stand, and what I did was took it and put it in my purse. Why? Why would you do that? This actually belonged to Michael Jackson, and it had some white milk-like milk fluid inside of it, which later on dissolved, but it is actually Michael's DNA on it. That's what made me grab it. The blood. I smell foul play, y'all. This actually belonged to Michael Jackson, she said. And she keeps saying that. That's why I'm like, no, dude, probably not. Joe and Marcia kept the medical equipment at his home until his death in June 2018, and it's now being sold by a memorabilia expert. It's shady, y'all. Memorabilia expert founder Keita, who goes by just one name, said this is the IV bag that was taken from his home. For me, I feel that with Michael Jackson, we have to embrace all of him. That's his iconic pop status, as well as the troubles he had with his addictions. And I'm not, and not being able to sleep, pushing himself to perform for his fans and his artistry. I don't know. The IV bag, although maybe morbid to some, I don't see it as that. I see it I, that we should embrace that part of Michael. Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, you know, we, we lots of stars have issues, dude. That's how Prince died, I think. Don't quote me on that. I just believe that I remembered reading that, so whatever. In any event, you get the idea, so I don't know. I, you know, does she, is it DNA tested? Does she have some certificate with it? Why is she selling his DNA? What are you going to do with the DNA if you get it? Are you going to hang this thing on a... Are you going to frame it? Put it in a frame so that when people come over and you're sitting around, oh, yeah, check it out. <laughs> no, dude. Nobody wants to see that. I, why would you even have that? It just seems... I don't know. I mean, if you had an extra 2500 and you want to blow it on a freaking who-knows-what IV bag, that's your business, I guess. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate all you guys. And um, I will see you on Monday. Bizarre Granny has a doctor's appointment tomorrow. So I probably won't be doing the news tomorrow. But uh, you guys take care. I'll catch you on Monday. Stay bizarre. Have a great weekend. Yeah. Make sure you take a deep breath. Yeah. Think positive. Just saying. Dude. Penguins given free reign to roam around the aquarium since there's no visitors allowed. That's awesome. Dude, look. He's looking around. He's loving it. I got a new section under the on the headlines page at the bottom called Bad Seeds. Matt Geats of Florida, 1st Congressional District, mocked the whole process by wearing a gas mask when reviewing the funding. You're a super freaking winner, dude.
An Alaska airman has been punished for peeing in the office coffee maker. Dude, why? Like, how did, why? Did you take it in the bathroom with you? Did you stand in the kitchen and whip it out? Clearly, this airman is dedicated to getting kicked the F out. He's trying really hard, y'all.